Welcome back to an all new Hull Creations. I'm your host, Ryan Odman. Today, we're going to be interviewing my friend, Mark Schaefer, all the way out from Orange County, California. Mark is a father of someone who is known to have autism. And I want to focus on how Mark's story of being a father towards his son, Justice, how it's inspirational, it's motivational, and it gives encouragement to all fathers out there that have a son or with special needs. The cool thing about Mark is he is a father who promotes wholeness and not brokenness. And with such integrity that Mark holds, his son is doing very well today through the grace of God. He gives all glory to God. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and hear from Mark. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Odman, and this is my friend Mark Schaefer, all the way from K-Wave 107.9. Oh, my goodness. Good to see you, sir. It's so good to see you, too, Ryan. Yes, yes. So I invited Mark here to Whole Creations because Mark has a, a son named Justice who has been known to have special needs, who has autism. But I want to focus on the fact that Justice is a whole creation, a person of wholeness in Christ for God's purposes. And here at Whole Creations, we focus on the fact that um, people with special needs, they have purpose and they are able through Christ to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask, think, or imagine. And so Mark has played a great role in Justice's life to do great, powerful things um, in, in the way that Justice was created. And it may look small to man, but in God's eyes, it's big. So um, without further ado, let's get this interview started. I really believe Mark has some great things to share with us today. And um, yeah, so for those who are watching, please uh, take notes if necessary, but definitely listen to the heart of Mark's story as a father. But uh, before we get into Justice's story, I want to ask Mark, what? tell us a little, a little bit about yourself, Mark. Yeah, well, first of all, I want to commend you, Ryan, for, for doing this. Uh, this is a uh, somewhat marginalized community, or can be. And um, I applaud the champions of this community. And so I want to say thank you for doing this. Thank you for raising awareness. Uh, thank you for helping my son um, and his community and your community. Um, so and, and I just praise God for men like you that are, are doing what you do. Now, a little bit about me. Um, I'm just a dad. I love Jesus. <laughs> you know, God's put me in a place of ministry. I've, I've been a youth pastor for years. I've worked with youth for years. Um, I now work at K-Wave Radio. Um, I'm the community relations pastor there um, and, and assistant general manager. And um, yeah, I mean, I love, love what I do. I love ministry. I love it because we're a Christian station. We're not, you know, it's Philly, or we're not attached to any one particular church. We get out and we work with the church. So a couple things about me is just uh, I'm a big proponent of church unity. Church is working together uh, to build the kingdom. And and I'm a youth guy. I, I love youth ministry. And so those are kind of the two things about that me that are ministry set. Um, but, but first and foremost, before that, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I have two sons. Um, my oldest is Justice, who you mentioned. He's 22 years old, and he's on the spectrum. And then I have a younger son, Jordan, who is uh, neurotypical, and he's 17 years old. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. Well, 
I was looking at uh, the video that you sent me. Uh, Mark has a great video called Can You Hear Me? And I loved it. I, I had to listen to it again and again. I actually listened to it four times in the past 24 hours. Here's okay. why. Because I just love the fact that there shows a storyline of um, Justice's life and how he, he you'll see through the pictures, everybody, that he has a that he has a younger brother and just the love and dedication that his mom and dad have for for Justice. It's amazing. And um, I, I actually cried at work. I was listening to it on my break at work yesterday. And my coworker was like, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I'm fine. Um, so I actually sent it to my coworker who is a believer. And so she got blessed by it. And I sent it to my clients um, who are believers as well, like um, to their parents and, and they listen to K-Wave as well. And so it's just cool to see all the amazing things, how when one person's obedience can impact the kingdom elsewhere with people that we don't even real, realize are watching or listening. So praise God for that video that you posted 10 years ago, brother. So Yeah. So if you want to find the video, it's easier to type in a father's autism song. Mm. So fathers with an apostrophe S autism song. You'll see a picture of me holding justice. Justice was probably about eight years old in the picture. Mm. Uh, I'm wearing a hat so you can find it, but, uh, and grab a tissue before you watch it. Yeah. I, it didn't, I mean, I didn't mean it. It's just our story. I didn't mean it to come off as, you know, uh, that emotional, but I tell you, I wrote that song in one morning. Uh, it took me one day. I've written a, a bunch of songs, but that one was probably the fastest I've ever written. And I was just bawling the whole time, mm. but God gave it to me. And I know it's ministered to a lot of people. And, and the thing that we tried to do, Ryan, you said that it's a story. What we tried to do through that is say, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever heard the same, but if you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. Yeah. And what I mean to say by that is everyone's story is different. What works for one person doesn't work for another. So it's by no means that, that hey, do this, this, and this, and, and you know, you'll take your son, which is our experience from low functioning to high functioning. Right. Uh, it's by no means that. It's like, this is what worked for us. And, and believe me, I only put the things in there that worked. We did 90 other things, right? That didn't work. Mm. So, um, but yeah, um, by the grace of God, Justice is just doing so well now. I mean, he graduated high school on his own from Calvary Chapel High School. He uh, started junior college. He's finished his program in water, water science um, in college. So now we're working on getting him into the workforce in that. And um, yeah. It's all by the grace of God, dude. Yeah. All of it. Uh, my wife has worked so hard. She's worked so hard to bring justice along. And um, I just love that. So uh, that's yeah. amazing. No, no, that's amazing. I appreciate you for sharing that. You touched on something that is so true. Um, um, what has worked for one person with autism may not work for another person with autism. Or if you met one person with autism, you've only met one person with autism. And so. The other day, I actually shared a picture of my mom and, and me, like a transformation photo of when I was like two years old and she was holding me tight. Yeah. And then like um, this past summer when I went to go visit her in Charlotte. And so like I shared on this Instagram post that um, um, that when it comes to uh, parents raising somebody with special needs, that um, I highly encourage them to like give it all to Christ, give it all to God first and foremost. But 
And then secondly, do your part as a parent. And because my mom had vision, my mom definitely had a vision for my life. And she made sure to make sure that the right team members were a part of our team to pour into my life. And anybody that was going to neglect that, she would kindly say, hey, like, we're going to keep moving forward in this direction. And so my mom fought hardcore to get me the right services um, in my high school and getting speech therapy when in North Carolina, people were saying he doesn't need more speech therapy, but my mom was like, no, like, yeah. <laughs> can you please uh, get him yeah. speech therapy? Like they did the tests again and they realized. So I tell you, we went through that whole thing with school district and, and, you know, them saying, oh yeah, he doesn't need speech therapy. And, and we're sitting in a room of, of 20 people, my wife and I, and they're all going around saying this. And I go, so you mean to tell me that all 18 of you don't think that he you think that he's at a normal progressive level for his age and needs no more speech therapy. And they all just kind of got wide-eyed and go, No, he needs speech therapy. <laughs> so you need those people that fight for you, right? Right. My wife has been such a huge advocate for justice. I have too. Um, but my wife has really taken the brunt of it, uh, or taken on the heavy lifting there. And um, yeah, she's just awesome. And let me tell you, if I, Ryan, one thing that's really on my heart that I want to speak to is I want to speak to the dads. I want to speak to the men. Um, I hurt when I hear this statistic, but I think it's 85% of marriages fail um, once a child is diagnosed. Uh, they fail within the first five years of diagnosis. And I'm telling you, it, it was tough with my wife and I. It was tough, but guys, hang in there. Get on the same page. Do whatever you need to do to get on the same page with your wife To because it's not about you anymore. It's about your child. And when you can both team up together and work it, and Jenny and I didn't always agree on everything, right? And I'll be honest, I had to give in a lot, and that's okay. I look back now and I go, I see where my son is now. And I'm like, so glad we did. I mean, she'd come home, you know, every week with another, we got to try this. We need to do this. We need to. And I'm like, what? Why do we have two toasters? Why do we have two? You know, because we did the gluten-free, casein-free thing. And and it's just like, okay, let's go with it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? She had so many of those intuitions that just came through. And again, we tried 90 things that didn't work. Yeah, It's okay. I don't, I don't look back and go, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have wasted the money on that. No, I was at the point of, man, what wouldn't I do for my son? Yeah, You know, and now I look back at where he is or I look back where he was and see where he is. And it's just, it's an amazing transformation. I, I, I said it in the video, it's, it was a lot of hard work on our part, a lot of hard work on his part, but really it was a grace of God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. He chose you guys for justice's sake and really helping him to be the person of wholeness that God created him to be. And so look like he's getting ready to the getting getting ready to get into the workforce. That's God's faithfulness right there. And he gave your wife that drive and he gave you that. Um, I'm trying to think of a really good word for you. Vision. Yeah. Vision. He gave you that vision as well. And though you had your 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 questions at the beginning, most likely you, God's still probably answering them today, like yes. 20 yeah. years later. So, yeah. so uh, another thing I wanted to touch on um, is just that, you know, we put in all this hard work and, and, and you look at it and you go, God, why did this happen to my family? Why? And you touched on the, you know, God gave this responsibility of justice to you and Jenny. 
And it's like, you look at the community that you're introduced to, mm-hmm. like there's people I would have never met. You and I would not be having this talk, right? There's people I would have never met if it wasn't for justice's autism. So when you look at that through God's eyes, it's like God was steering our family so that we would make these relationships. My wife has her best friend in the world is Amina. She lives in Chicago area. Wow. Amina helped us so much at the beginning. She had two autistic sons and she is just my wife's best friend in the world. They love each other. They, they bounce things off. They laugh together that they're so good for each other. You know, and, you know, I look at the people that I've met and the institutions I've worked with. And now, I mean, I I brought this up because I do so much work with Autism Speaks now Mm. through K-Wave. I'm able to help them. And and it's just so cool to see, you know, we're always supposed to be looking at as Christians at who's God, who God is bringing into our life. Right. Mm. How can we impact for the gospel? And so um, that's that's part of the story is like, why me? Why us? Well, because God wanted to use us in this sphere, right? This sphere of people, this world. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it goes back to what you said earlier. You wanted, you want, you, God put a desire in you for unity in the body of Christ. And so he uses different parents and man, I don't know, like how could our world change if there were more unified parents through Christ that, ha- that have a child with special needs? Who knows the greater change it could bring? And yeah. so that's why I lead a um, Tuesday, Tuesday night bi-weeklies. I lead a um, special needs um, parent support group, even though I'm not a parent myself, but yeah. <laughs> God gave me this desire to like lead a group for special needs or for parents to have a loved one with special needs to really empower them, to really help them not give up. And I love the work that God has been doing as we just take time to like bounce ideas off of each other. And I'm just listening and um Man, there's so much to be thankful for. There's so much to be thankful for. I tell you, you said the word thanks, and and I wanted to tell you the story. So this is a great segue. Thanks for setting me up with that. Uh, so this last week, uh, Justice and I, he, he's my ride or die, right? He's right with me. Uh, we went to worship night, and it was down at uh, Mission Viejo Christian Church. And, and they've been experiencing some revival at their church. They've been experiencing some true confession, some moving of the Spirit. And so I said, Justice, you know, I'm going to go down to this. You want to go with me? He's like, yeah, dad, let's go. Right. So we go down there and we're sitting there worshiping. We get in and there's like 50 people there. Right. Not bad for a prayer meeting. It's an actual prayer meeting. Yeah. So we close our eyes. We start worshiping a little bit. Open my eyes. There's 100 people there. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fast. We start worshiping a little more and we have some prayer and stuff. I open my eyes again. There's like 150 people, maybe wow. more. Right. Wow. And this is a Tuesday night prayer meeting. And, and we're just starting to feel the, the spirit move and stuff. And uh, Pastor Mike, he's a pastor there. Great guy. I love him. He said, um, hey, if anyone has, let's sing, the, let's sing forth the praises of God. If anyone has a praise report, what are you thankful for? What has God, what have you seen mm-hmm. God do? And immediately God impressed upon my heart to go up front. And so I had to wait for a few people to give their praise reports because um, they just got there before me. But I got up and I said, you know what? As soon as you said that, Mike, about what are you thankful for? What do you see God doing? I've never said this before, but I'm like, I'm thankful for my 22-year-old son who is on the autism spectrum. He was diagnosed at three with, with low-functioning autism. Um, I think in the video I put moderate, but he actually, my wife corrected me later and said, no, he was low functioning. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, and, and now he stand, my 22 year old son is standing in the back, lifting his hand, praising Jesus along my side. He loves the Lord. He moves in the spirit. And I just couldn't be more thankful for that. I saw God do this and I'm thankful. So yeah, that, that just happened Tuesday night. So, um, yeah, just so much that that God does when you just yield to him. Justice knows the word. He loves the Lord. You know, he he lacks social skills. Um, so a lot of times when he goes to different functions, he goes with me, you know, his dad. But I do hook him up with other young adults to go to some young adult worship nights and, and uh, Bible studies and stuff, too. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, just so grateful for his walk with the Lord and how he speaks to me even. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm wow. My heart is uh is touched, brother. Seriously. I, I could tell you, I could tell you another story if you want to hear it, but I mean it's just no go ahead, go ahead, because I, I got more to <laughs> we might get off the course, but that's okay. I, I want to no, yeah. no, this I love this because um justice goes with me to a lot of you know spirit-led worship nights and stuff, and um and we prayed over him before to receive the you know baptism of the Holy Spirit and all that, but but one night, uh, my boys do this with me. We have a little jacuzzi out in the back that we always keep warm. And whenever they want to have a God talk, they say, Dad, we need to go in the jacuzzi. So one one night, both Justice and Jordan said, Dad, we need to talk. So we go out to the um, go out to the jacuzzi and we're just talking. And they go, I go, okay, what's up? What do you want to ask? And they they're like, Well, we know that you pray in tongues. And so we want to hear you pray in tongues. And I said, No. And they're like, what? I go, well, that's a prayer language. It's not meant to be shared um, because it's my prayer language. Yeah. And, and they go, oh, okay, Dad. And I go, okay, wait. Let me just ask the Lord real quick if it's okay for me to share it with you. So I bowed my head and I prayed and I asked God if it was okay. And God said yes. And I said, all right. So I prayed in tongues and they heard it. And I go, okay. Now I just use tongues. I said it out loud. So we have to pray for an interpretation. Maybe God has an interpretation for us, Yeah. right? So I said, let's just bow our heads, pray, see if God gives any of us interpretation. So we bow our heads and and we're praying. And I finish praying. I look up. Both my sons have their eyes open. And I said, well, God didn't give me the interpretation. Did he give it to you, Jordan? And Jordan said, no, he didn't, Dad. And so I said, what about you, Justice? And he goes, yeah, he did. And so when I pray in tongues, I know a direction I'm praying. I just don't know specifics. And justice started filling in the specifics. It was right along the direction that I was praying. And I'm just like, and, and you, you should have seen Jordan's eyes. <laughs> Jordan's like, what? Because wow. I confirmed, yes, that is the correct interpretation of tongues. And I mean, I'm not for the supernatural. I, I love the supernatural. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not like. Mr. Boasty about it or anything like that. I was just as surprised as anyone. And I loved it because that's just proof, evidence, the Holy Spirit working in and through him and empowering him. So I, I just love that story. Anytime I can tell that story, I love to tell that story. No, and, and that's amazing because you're showing you're showing the fact that justice, someone who is known to have autism, he has a relationship with God. This whole creation, this man of wholeness, he has um, a relationship with God, which is something that I'm really pressing upon the people at my church. Like, let's get these, these people that are known to have special needs to have their own unique relationship with God and to learn to hear the voice of God. Because we also like, we're, 
me and a, and a friend were leading a, another small group biweekly on Saturdays to for young adults that have special needs. We're helping them to encounter God, but to also understand social, um, how to have social yeah. skills in the yeah. church setting. And it's been quite an interesting time. It's been, it's still the beginning. Like it's, we're still pretty fresh at it, but um, it's been, it's been cool. And so your story that you just shared actually yeah. gives me hope for like the, the, the young adults I'm working with right now from like 18 to 21 right now. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so, so cool. You know, it just reminded me too. Um, I don't know when you're going to put this podcast up. I think you put them up pretty quick, but on March 25th, we're doing a special week needs awareness day at Calvary Costa Mesa. K wave is sponsoring it. We're having Johnny Erickson Tata come. I'm sure you're familiar with Johnny Erickson Tata and her ministry. It's called Johnny and friends. Okay. And so uh, it's on March 25th and um, we're just inviting. It's going to be a, it's going to be a used wheelchair drop off and games. And then Johnny's going to speak. And they're also looking for what they call short-term missionaries to go to their family camps and serve families with special needs. Wow. So you can find out all about it on the K-Wave website. Okay. okay. <laughs> my plug, right? <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, you can register for that. Come on down. If, if you don't know Johnny Erickson Tata or her um, story, I encourage you to look it up. She um, had an accident at a pool when she was 17 years old. Wow. And she is a quadriplegic. Mm. Um, and she's had a ministry since she was probably about 20 years old. She is now approaching 75 or 80. Mm. She's still going strong. Um, her husband, um, that's why it's Johnny married um, Ken Tata. So it's Johnny Erickson Tata. Um, and I encourage you to look her up. Just an amazing speaker, an amazing lady, always mm. an advocate for the special needs community and always just turning people to Jesus. Amen. Really cool. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, brother. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is a, amazing. <laughs> so for all <laughs> you out there, if you guys are free on March the 25th, make sure you go on K-Way's website and get, go ahead and register because Hey guys, like I, I, like we talked about, we want there to be more awareness and for people yeah. to know their wholeness in Christ. So I'm inviting a bunch of churches. We get to their special needs ministry and just like, hey, if you have a special needs ministry or you want to start one, they'll help you do it. Good stuff. That's pretty Good cool. <laughs> and then also um, for all you guys out there, um, this, this is coming to my mind right now. Um, on March the March the 24th, um, Friday, March the 24th, uh, Crossroads Christian Church in Corona, California, they're having a special needs prom. Um, so for all you guys out there that have a young adult child with um, special needs um, and you want them to get into the special needs prom that's sponsored by Tim Tebow, um, go ahead and, and get involved with the Night to Shine um, prom that, that they have annually at Crossroads Christian Church. Um, I've never been a, been a part of it, but I keep hearing great things about it every year and that people actually get saved because they, they just come there to volunteer because they love special needs, but they may not know Jesus but um, definitely get involved with that. I'll put the link out there as well if you want to get involved with that as well. So, guys, there's resources. There's That's there's right. things out there. Go ahead and check it out, yeah. especially the faith-based ones. This is amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. But um, all right. Let's <laughs> let me get back to my bullet points. Yeah. What's uh, the next question? <laughs> uh, tell us tell us a little bit about Justice's story, even though you already shared a good chunk of it. Is there anything that you may feel like you're missing out? Like what, 
tell us a little bit about that. So it, it was tough at first. Um, I was in denial. I just, I was told, Oh, boys just talk later. Like he didn't talk. He, he did some different things like flapping his hand and walk around on his tiptoes. Didn't make good eye contact. But I didn't really think that much of it. I was a first time dad. Mm. Um, my wife was like, Oh, there's something, there's something off here. I need to figure it out. Well, one day I went out and we had a, a young guy that lived right across the street from us. That was two weeks younger than my son, justice. Right. And his name was Dutchie. That wasn't his real name, but that's his nickname. Mm. So one morning I go out and I'm going to the store and I see Dutchie across the street and he goes, hi, Mock. <laughs> I go, hi, Dutchie. And he goes, where are you going? And I go, I'm going to the store. And he goes, my mom goes to Safeway. And I go, yeah, that's where I'm going. And I got in my car and I thought, oh my gosh, he's two weeks younger than Justice. And Justice can only say milk, please. And that's when it really hit me. And so after I went to the store, I came back and I started talking to my wife about, yeah, there's there's something off. I told her about the conversation I had and how we just justice didn't even speak in sentences. He was, you know, three years old. And so we started um, looking into different things. Um, and once we discovered that, yes, it was autism, um, my wife was like, oh, thank goodness. Now I have a label for it. I know what it is. What do I do? Well, me, dad, I just took a nosedive, mm. right? I had all these questions. Well, what does it mean? What What is that going to do? What's he going to look like when he's a teenager? You know, how's the, our, the rest of our life going to play out? And I just took this nosedive. And then, um, you know, I, I talked to doctors. They say, well, I don't know what he's going to look like when he's a teenager. And I'm like, what do you mean? Other people have autism. What do they look like? And he, that's when the whole spectrum was, you know, laid out to me. And one of the things they said is, but do as much as you can before they turn five, mm. five, six, that's when the brain starts really, you know, solidifying. And so the more you can get in before then do that. So anyways, I start coming out of my slump and we find this program that's in Pennsylvania and we're living in California. So we fly out to Pennsylvania. It's a great program. We sit through an intense one week training and stuff. And my wife takes a nosedive. Mm. At the same time, I'm getting empowered and I'm going because I'm like, OK, so hard work. I'm, I'm, I am I'm can do hard work, you know, and with with my wife, it was more like, oh, my gosh, we have to do this and this and this and this. Um, but what I'm trying to say through this is it was so good for us because when I did my nosedive, she was on her way up and she mm. would pick me up. Right. Mm. And then when she did her nosedive, I was on my way up and I could pick her up. And it was just interesting how God did that, right? So Justice is three years old, and we start this program, and we start seeing some improvement. And you can look at the video that we mentioned earlier. Um, it kind of lays it out like this was the best thing we ever did for him. This is the second best thing. Yeah. Um, one correction I want to make is, is I said the first best thing we did for him was the GFCF diet, gluten-free, casein-free diet. Mm. Um, actually, the best thing we ever did for him was have a little brother. Mm. and i'll tell you why because justice whenever we try and engage with him he'd stand there for a second and he'd kind of look at us sideways and then he'd bolt well when he had a little brother he couldn't run from his little brother like he'd run jordan and jason <laughs> like no you're going to interact with me and so that jordan i think was the best thing we ever did for justice but um on a you know uh program 
thing. Uh, it definitely was a gluten-free case and free diet. Yeah. And then we, we started, Jenny's doing all this research. That's my wife, Jenny. And she's, um, finds out about chelation and chelation was huge for us. We did this little rub that we put on him. It was called DMPS and, um, and it's transdermal. And what it, what chelation does in case you don't know, is it draws heavy metals out of your body. So justice doesn't have a binding agent. Like, um, I know for me, uh, any heavy metals that are absorbed in my body come out in my fingernails and my hair as it grows. But Justice didn't have that binding agent. So we use this chelation to draw heavy metals out of him. Well, this, uh, after the first week of chelation, and that, again, it's just rubbing this on him, um, he started speaking in sentences. And that was just huge. We're like, wow, something is up. Even when we did the uh, gluten-free case and free diet, our next door neighbor noticed it and said, uh, did, uh, what are you, did you put justice on a new medication? Because he seems so much clearer, right? And we said, no, all we did was take out wheat and dairy um, or gluten and casein. And they're like, well, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Mm. You know, that's when we started to see, okay, these things work. And then some of the other things I mentioned is uh, hyperbaric oxygen treatment and um, tomatoes. They're all in the video. You don't have to remember them. Um, but those things are just progressive steps that just helped him and helped him and helped him until we had him, you know, in school with an aide. Um, and we were going to all the IEPs. And I want to say about seventh grade, uh, we put him at a regular public junior high school. And he had seven different classes, no homeroom anymore, right? Two different lockers. And he was just doing it. And he was doing good. Now, certain subjects he always struggled with, but he was actually doing it. And we're just so proud of him. Um, I think it was fifth or sixth grade. He got elected to student council in his class, you know, and just things like that were just markers to us that, okay, he's coming along. He's doing great. You know, at this point, he's 22 years old. And like I said, he already graduated high school. Um, he's in college, but kind of finishing as one class this semester. But um, yeah, I mean, he's he's just doing it. He's not driving yet. That's kind of next on the list. We'll see if he's able to do that. We're talking about, um, and maybe I can get some recommendations from you or, or others about special needs driving schools. I don't know. Are, are there those? Uh, not that I know <laughs> of, but, but I'll keep you updated if I do find out. <laughs> well, if anyone watching knows of any, please post them on, you know, <laughs> I, I will say looking back on my high school years, um, I had, you know, I, like I said, I didn't come to know Christ until I was like 20 years old, but I've had many different, looking back on my life now, I, I've had many different Christ followers that have like poured into my life, um, like my grandmother or my other grandmother that I didn't tell you about, or there's this guy named Mr. Moore. Now, Mr. Okay. Moore, he um, was my mom's work driver, but he became a family friend to us okay. and he's a believer. And so there were times where my mom and I, we were going to the airport and he would drive us there. Yeah. And so like, he would just like spew some things at me, like some good truths of that yeah. are biblical and didn't realize at the time. I'm like, Oh, you're, I, it, you're just yeah. being, uh, whatever. I just leave me alone. And then, being religious. No. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And then there's this one time where like, I really needed to learn how to drive. And so my Mr. Moore, he actually volunteered to say, Hey, like I'll teach you how to drive. Like, let's do it. So every day back in summer, 2013 i was like i was 18 years old yeah 
So like, and I was about to turn 19. I was, so I was late pretty much. It didn't look like yeah. I was going to be able to drive, but um, Mr. Moore would just, we would drive every, every day, like almost every day during that summer. And he was just speaking to my life, telling me about his story. And, um, and he said, you know, like, like Christ really is all I need. And I didn't, I didn't care for it, but like literally Mark a year later was when I was in desperate need. That's when I came to know Christ. And, and, and so Mr. Moore and I, we talk every now and then, and he's like, whoever knew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, Make sure there's a great guy mentor. And I believe Justice already has all those great guy mentors in his life. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend ma- male role, role models in a person yeah. with special needs in his life that yeah. is a follower of Christ. So, yeah. Amen. Amen to that, for sure. So, uh, what is a word of encouragement that you would want to share with fathers out there who have a child on the spectrum, even though you already shared it? But what's anything more that's coming to your mind that you can share with fathers out there? Yeah, well, like the one that I shared is hang in there, get on the same page with your wife. Um, Hopefully you guys are still together. If you're not, get on the same page with mom, right? Um, But other than that, it's, it's trust. Just trust God. There is a plan in it. You know, we, we get in our head, Satan gets in our head, you know, to discourage us and to bring us down. And, and, you know, am I ever going to be able to do this with my son or do that with my son or my daughter um, who's on the spectrum and don't let Satan get you there, right? God is bigger. God is more powerful. And what you want to look for, and I tell this all the time is look for God in the situation because he's there. He walks alongside of us every day. So if you're in this situation, God is walking with you. You've got to find, right? you got to find Jesus in the situation because Jesus will always be there. He'll be revealing his beauty in different ways. And he will also wants you to be aware that he's there because there's opportunities to share his love with others as well. You know, how can you have an autistic son and be going through all this and be so happy? Well, because I've given it to Jesus already. Right. Jesus is here with me. Jesus loves my autistic son and he's developing him. And there's a plan in this for me. Amen. So, Amen. That would be my encouragement. I, I appreciate that. That's some top notch encouragement because it's true. I mean, simple as that. Just trust God with it. Give it up to God. Acknowledge God in all your ways and he will direct your paths. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I feel like this is a great place to end. Um, Mark, do you mind praying for all the people that are watching, especially the fathers before we end? Oh, absolutely. Love to. Uh, Lord Jesus, we come before you and just thank you for who you are. Thank you for the relationship you've called us into uh, to be men of God, uh, to walk with you. And Lord, no matter what comes our way, uh, we know that you're there with us. Mm-hmm. So Father, I pray for the men uh, who are listening to this podcast. I pray for anyone who's listening, just that they would put their eyes on you. Lord, the world throws so much noise at us. Um, but Lord, you call us to keep our eyes on you. I think of that verse uh, that, um, you know, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, as we look to you, would you give us that peace? Would you take the anxiety, replace it with peace that we might be focused on you? 
that we might seek you daily, that we might follow you in obedience. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. Appreciate this with all my heart. No, love it. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for inviting me on. Of course, of course. Well, thank you everybody for watching and um, hope you all have a great day wherever you're at or a great night wherever you're at. And just, just keep God the main priority in your life and everything else falls into place. In yes. Jesus' name. All right. Thank you so much for watching Whole Creations or listening to Whole Creations. Once again, if you would like to get involved with any of these events that we talked about, the links are below. And I hope you have a great day or a great night wherever you are. God bless.